Hello and welcome to This Week in Gay, the war- award-winning show that's one no... No, I'm going to start over. Hold on. That's sad that we all have that. I like Daniel Brewer and I have that music. (laughs) I'm your host, Daniel. Is this thing on? (laughs) Welcome to a very special Day Late show, partially because of the wonderful weather that seemed to just be constantly blowing through central Ohio and causing all sorts of turbulence, uh, blowing out weather lines and all sorts of uh, power down and sub-pump problems, but needless to say, we are here, and I am joined by four wonderful individuals who have been so nice to join me, and in no particular order, but in the particular order of the My Skype window, we have in the upper left-hand corner, the infamous, the award-winning Ramble Redhead joins us. Ramble. Hello. And how you doing, Anthony? Pretty good, sir. How are you doing? I'm good, good. Nice to be talking to you again. Thank you. And in the right corner from Pigletville, although I don't know why he's from Pigletville, it's Matt from Spanking B. Arthur. Hello, friends. <laughs> and in my bottom right-hand corner, and I still don't know why he's dressed in in his, in his profile, but uh, it looks kind of badass. It's Seder from the Seder Sphere. One of the few times I'll ever be a bottom. <laughs> And last but not least, joining us for the very first time, would you please welcome Matt from the Power Gay? Hello. Hello, and welcome, sir. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. That being said, we'll dive into the news. And the first story, which is kind of funny, which I'm going to give to Sater because he could read it in a funny voice. If you would, please, sir. (laughs) Okay. Chicago man looked too gay to donate blood. A straight Chicago man says he was turned away from a blood donation center because he looked gay. Aaron Pace, 22, who says he is effeminate but not gay, went to the BioBlood Components Donation Center recently. During the interview process, he says staff told him his looks and behavior made him appear gay and and he could not donate blood. Mr. Pace told the Chicago Sun-Times... I was humiliated and embarrassed. It's not right that homeless people can get blood, but homosexuals can't. And I'm not even a homosexual. The center has not returned calls for comment. U.S. federal law bans any man who has ever had gay sex from donating blood. Gay rights campaigners say the law is outdated and not scientifically sound. And that's the God honest truth. Now, wait, now, mm. actually, I'm not sure if that last thing is true because I, I don't believe that's U.S. federal laws. I believe that's organi- organizational laws because no, it, it's it's laws by FEMA. Are you sure? Yep. Because I was to, because uh, my it's, partner it's just not left. Just Red Cross. Yeah, it's not just Red Cross. It's any blood donation. You can't. 
if you've had sex with a man since 1977, you cannot donate blood. I was then, told by my partner why, <clears throat> who works at the Red Cross that it was just something that Elizabeth Dole put into place. Oh, no, it's been there forever. All right. Well, then why do they let the straight women donate blood? Because heterosexuals don't have AIDS. Don't be stupid. Everyone knows that. <laughs> no, I think he's saying why do oh. lesbians. No, I said straight women. Oh, they straight. have sex with men, so what's the difference? Oh. Well, and don't they test the damn blood in the first place? have sex with straight men. Oh. Aside from which... Straight people don't pass on the gay gene, and if you get gay blood in in straight people, it will turn their children gay, and then they'll become fabulous. And I don't know what will happen next. Yeah, they'll just have to go kill themselves. No, the thing that surprises, <laughs> Tom Stark, that. That surprises me about this is that how many people, when this was posted on Facebook, wrote under there, "I had no idea about this. I have known about this forever." Amen. Yep. Amen to that. What? The, the people actually said they didn't well, know about this? A yeah, lot of people did. I couldn't did. believe how many people didn't. I remember back in 9-11 when everybody was doing this blood drive. Everybody yep. was given blood. Although I'm not even going to go into why, but everybody was given blood because they felt like something they could do. And, and there were tons and tons of us. Didn't. Yeah, exactly. And there were so many people turned away that I knew because they were gay. And and still today, people are like, I have no idea about the world. Then you must have had your head in the sand, honey. Well, I think it's downplayed a lot these days. And if I'm correct, my partner has told me that there's there's been talks of getting it removed, and that there's really no reason why it should be on the books. There were there were talks last year, and they were struck down. Struck down. Right. Oh. Well, damn. But you have two main reasons: either you know it's because of the AIDS, which I'm sorry, straight people get too, mm-hmm. or and there is screening for, and the only other thing is the fear of passing on a gay gene. But see, that's the thing. Every ounce of blood that is donated gets tested for every disease. Mm-hmm. So I don't exactly. know why. Multiple I don't know times, why. too. And they, they, don't, they don't ban the lesbians. No, you know, it's just, it's, it's once again, it's fear from the, the old days. It's one of those rules on the law books that just needs to get removed. It just never does because you have people that just are, you know, trying to make things more difficult for the gay world. So it's that whole male homosexuality is worse than two women fingering each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And more and more pre and the, the, the idea that we're more predisposed predispo- to particular diseases, and stuff like that. When I believe, let's see who's the, who's the top contender now for HIV is a black man for a while. It was like actual, actually babies or something. It keeps changing every year. Those damn babies, they need to quit having gay sex. Yeah, and tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> babies Our, need condoms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to the next story. Uh, let's. Hey, Anthony. Yes. Anthony, when we move on, we should have a sound effect. Do you want to provide us with one? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm just making fun of, making fun of Daniel Brewer. Ouch. Like on Rachel Maddow. <laughs> like a glass breaking. I hate that thing she does. It's like, why is my screen keep cracking? I don't get it. It's a weird. It's weird. 
<laughs> she, she's weird sometimes, but it's like I want to like you, but you're you're even dorkier than me, and, <laughs> and I want to be the top dork. I will provide you a sound effect next week. Okay, for when we change subjects. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, usually I have a segue, but there's no segue to this. But uh, let me give it to who's closest to Utah. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Not me. Bueller? Mm. Matthew, you read this. <laughs> Which one? Utah Democrats elect openly gay men as state party chairman. Which Matthew? <laughs> oh, the one. <laughs> Duh. Duh. All right, Matt, Matt won. Is Spanky B. Arthur. Matt two is the power gay. So Matt one, if you would please. <clears throat> All right. Utah Democrats made history Saturday afternoon electing Jim Depakis. That's, as, that's what I'm saying. All right. As uh, state party chairman in a wide with a wide bleh, by a wide margin, he is believed to be the state's first openly gay majority party leader. Debacus, who is an art dealer and co-founder of both the Utah Pride Center and Equality U- Utah, said his election shows how fair-minded people of Utah are. I visited all 29 counties during the last five months, and people were very interested in what t- kind of job I would do and what my experience was, Dupakis said. The whole gay thing just simply did not surface as an issue. People are very broad-minded in Utah <laughs> and they want to know if I can do the job or not. Did he Hello stop at job. South Park? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Matt. I talked over you. What'd you say? Oh, I said blow job. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I don't know what kind of Utah or what kind of drugs that boy is on, but, I mean, he got elected, so thumbs up for that. Yeah. Yikes. Utah, too. That's like a miracle. (laughs) But see, notice he said the whole gay thing. I don't know. That kind of says something to me that he made. The whole gay thing simply did not service his name. Yeah, that that is a little self-hatey, isn't it? Yeah. Like, look at me. I'm not really gay, but I'm gay. Yeah, well, he's gay. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe okay. he's just he was talking off the cuff, so you know, you never know what the the tone of that could have been. So true. Is that our Mormons are trying to cover their shit after what they've done? <laughs> well, all, all I know is I, I I have yet to see the uh, the Book of Mormon by the South Park guys, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. Hopefully, before I die, but. Um, well, good for him. So, any thoughts on this? Other than yay, yay, homosexuals. It's been a slow news. <laughs> oh my god, we, we haven't gotten fabulous. to the we haven't gotten to the, the 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 one person dying yet. But we'll get to that. Uh, there's a teaser. Oh, there's a teaser for you, folks. You have to wait Ooh. to the later part of the podcast. All right. So, who's closest to Washington? Ah, you jumped one. I did. No, I didn't. Yes, you should do. Oh, no, don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't see that because I had to click on the thing. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right, well, since you screwed up, Randall, you get to No, I wanted it. to do the next one. I want to do Michigan. So. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Let Matt 2 do that one. Matt, Matt 2, would you please read the third story down? Washington, U.S. Senate confirms first out gay man for federal bench. Yesterday, the U.S. Senate confirmed J. Paul Oetken. Close enough. <laughs> 
What the hell is with these weird names? It's not like he's listening to the show, trust me. As federal district court judge, <laughs> making him the first openly gay man to hold the position. By a vote of 80 to 13, the Senate confirmed J. Paul whatever, whom President Obama nominated in January to sit on the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of New York. A simple majority was required to confirm Oatkin, Joe Salmonese, president of the Human Rights Campaign, praised the Senate for what he said was a historic vote in confirming an openly gay male to the federal bench. Confirmation of Paul Oatkin serves as a role model for all LGBT people interested in serving on the judi- judiciary and shows LGBT youth that hard work pays off, Salmoni said. Ooh, I love that deep voice you got there, sir. You got you got a news voice, that's for sure. All right. Thank so. you so much. <laughs> you read that like a professional. Um, so yeah, so another guy gets elected. This so uh, two for two for what this week? Just no. yay! Yay! <laughs> Somebody's looking for campaign contributions. <laughs> I like to I like to offer a contribution. No, um, actually, he, he actually uh, he looks fairly young too. So he does. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe we should be See. suspicious. Are you cruising him? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> I think we are. <laughs> well, I, I just thought it was so funny in the comments. Someone wrote, "Is he single?" Yeah, I'm shallow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got that whole. Um, oh, who's that bald guy that used to be in the Daily Show? Um, uh, yeah, Rob Cordry. Rob Cordry look. He's got. Yeah, he does. Like if Rob Cordry was cute. So, anyhow, all right. He's definitely not bad looking. Unlike that guy from Utah that we just read about. <laughs> well, the guy, from Utah, the guy from Utah might have had it's a bad somebody photo. for everyone, especially if they have money. <laughs> and they're a senator. That means you That's get to go right. to all the balls. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and the puns run amok on the show. <laughs> all right. So on to the Michigan story. Mr. Ramble, if you would please. For some reason, okay. it's not loading in my This brain. one is so much fun, folks. Um, it's called Michigan Gay Basher Considers Run for U.S. Senate. And just when you thought the Michigan GOP field of Senate hopefuls couldn't possibly get any goofer, Gary Glenn announced that he is considering running against Debbie Stabenow. Stabenow, whatever. <laughs> Stabenow. I'm a Stabenow. Okay, that's her last name. <laughs> Gary Glenn, you may recall, is a proud gay basher who runs the proud gay bashing institution called American Family Association. And Pam from Pam House Blend says, Barf, Gary's highly qualified to represent the Michigan GOP in the U.S. Senate. Consider his wonderful accomplishments. Number one, he spearheaded the anti-gay amendment, Prop 2, in 2004. Yay, what a homophobe. Number two, courageously warned employers about hiring gay people because that would be bad. And number three, created a bona fide hate group. Yay, we want people like that. Tried to punish city council members who support anti-discrimination. And also the best one of all. (laughs) Shut the hell up. Declared that homosexual behavior should be criminalized. But his greatest hit of all times has got to be the robocall against Tony 
Sissom was a candidate for the state house last year. And there's a little video, but we're not going to play that or I'm not going to read it. And uh, so Glenn certainly makes an appealing candidate for the modern Michigan GOP. So, so you're in Michigan. Go throw your shoe at this guy because he's got a big forehead and you can definitely you could probably find him easily. Yeah, he just or, hates himself because look at him. You know, I mean, just or, just say OK. Or they but, could uh, try and locate his grinder profile. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, yeah, because you know what they say. Do you with like the pop- it up the ass? You know, you know, it's it, <sighs> it, it, it's scary because it almost is literally every one of these Republican assholes always end up coming out as being gay to the point where it's not no, funny anymore. No, they do not come out. They're well, they get, they get caught. Yeah. yeah, they're outed. But the point is, is that it's it's not funny anymore. It's like seriously, do you guys have any clue of what you're doing when you when you do this and then you you get caught? It's 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 almost laughable. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just sad that this day and age, there's this moron thinks that the homosexuals to be criminalized. You know? Yes, yeah, he's just mad that nobody's. Answering his grinder profile, <laughs> like delete, delete, block, block, block. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, but just, uh, it's, it's disappointing. Yeah. Well, Michigan is pretty pro- progressive, so I don't think he would have any chance of getting anywhere. Hopefully, but yeah. then again, you never know. This day and age, with everything being uh, all the polls getting skewed sometimes. So, so yep. if you're if you're in Michigan, keep an eye on this guy. I'll have to talk to uh, David, blue jeans guy, and tell him to keep an eye on this guy. Seriously, David, go over to his house. Keep an eye on him. All right, anyhow. Uh, all right, next story is from Ghana. 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 And of course, it's, it's, you, go to, you go to the story, and it's Africa in red because red symbolizes death. <laughs> So, anyhow, a uh, Ghana official has ordered the immediate arrest of all homosexuals in the region from an anti-gay African news site. The Western Region Minister Paul Evans Adu has ordered the immediate arrest of all homosexuals in the region. He has taken... He has tasked the Bureau of National Investigations to smoke out persons suspected to be engaged in same sex. He also enlisted the services of landlords and tends to provide reliable information which will lead to the arrest of homosexuals. His directive follows months of campaigns against the practice of homosexuality in the country. Only yesterday, the Christian Council of God... Anyhow, capped months of... (laughs) 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 Anyhow, so just... just, I'll, I'll make this simple for you. If you're gay in Ghana, leave now. And we should begin immediately bombing the country. Because that's the thing to do. If you if you have a bunch of faggots, you put them in prison together. No, they, we should get that, them get them out of the country going and, to and have we bomb the rest. Anal sex. Yes. Uh, I've watched Falcon videos. I know what goes on in prison. Falcon old school or Falcon new school? Old school, baby. Yeah, old Forget school. that. Just watch Ken Riker, tool. Jeff Stryker. Oh, yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Jeff Stryker classic or the, the, the new ones? Power tool. Uh, the classic. Yeah, power tool. Hell oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Jeff Palmer. Sorry. 
<laughs> oh my god. We don't talk about that kind of porn on this show. <laughs> Kids, Google it. Google, ask your parents. <laughs> ask your gay daddy, okay? Yeah, anyhow, um, our hearts and sympathies go out to anyone who's living in that... In that just leave. Come here. I'll take care of you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Africa... That whole area, that whole everything. Africa's is a big all, country, my friend. All these places in Africa, shall we say, that are all anti-gay and everything. I'm sorry, but it's like they've just become so Nazi. They have. Because they're controlled by dictators. You got racial cleansing everywhere. You're trying to get rid of the gays. I mean, after everybody's gone, what are you left with? Well, it's going to question. be one of the most boring, colorless countries. Well, here's my question. Is no, that... I'm sorry. They won't be colorless. Oh, racist. Scott. <laughs> well, well the th- here's my question. So obviously there's a group of people there who are in need of, you know, need, you know, and whenever there's been a call for helping those who are less fortunate, we seem to have to go either bomb or invade them. So, President Obama, I'm waiting for you to issue the declaration of war against Ghana. So, since we went oh, into yeah. Libya and every other state that seems, oh, wait, they don't have oil. Never mind. Oh, damn it. They'll just, you know, it's for fags. They'll just send facial kits and condoms. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I just want to read this one comment this one person wrote. This is... Sends a chill down my spine. I can't imagine the fear our brothers and sisters are feeling. We are fighting for our right to marry, and they're fighting to live. It's nothing mm-hmm. to joke about. And I, I just want to say that because I, I, I know we joke and laugh about this stuff. But, I mean, I just think this is just fucking No, it's, sad. it's deplorable. You know? It's it's yeah. it's absolutely and, it's it, it's disgusting. And, and if if our if our country had any balls, we would invade Ghana and take it over, and and give them to, you know please. democracy. There's no oil in Ghana. I know that's the, exactly my point. So it's just it's it's it's, it's deplorable. It's absolutely yeah. deplorable. Yeah, that it, you're absolutely right. It's absolutely. I mean, this is something. Reading something like this, you almost. What are they because, in the Stone Ages? I mean, come on. Well, seriously though, but I mean, you you almost joke because it's just like you're absolutely so disgusted. And don't want to imagine the fact, you know, the fact that it could very easily happen anywhere. Well, as my as my late great um, uncle once said, when he was talking about his mom's Alzheimer's, and somebody was asking as he was going there, and he was telling stories and making sort of you know light of the situation. When someone said, you know, you know, how can you you be laughing at this? He's like, there's nothing else to do. It's such a shitty situation that you have to laugh sometimes in order to get on through the day. So, Amen. So if anyone is in Ghana and, and, you know, I hope if you are listening to this podcast on your legal download, delete it and run. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> leave the country and come to America or at least, I don't know, go north. <laughs> so, all right. Anyhow. Uh, next story. Uh, back to the uh, back to New York. Who's close to New York? Oh, I'll right. take it. All I'll right. take it. Sater, please take us take it away. Because I actually I love this article. This is one of my favorites of this week's show. New York Episcopalian bishop orders gay clergy to marry their partners. Long Island Episcopal Bishop Lawrence. 
shit. Provenzano. <laughs> I, think I, have that, I, I think I've got that cheese in my fridge. Has put his foot down against gay clergy who residing in homosexual relationships and has given a nine-month deadline for them to either get married or stop living together. <laughs> I need to be mindful that the church has always asked people to live in committed, monogamous, faithful relationships. I won't allow heterosexual clergy to live in the rectory or church housing without the benefit of marriage. When one puts it in that context, then you can see how it all begins to make sense, said Proven... Pro shit. Provenzano. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Jeez, Christopher man. Hoffer, pastor of the Episcopal Church of St. Jude, St. Jude, <laughs> agrees with oh, fuck. Provenzano. Provenzano. I think his statement is not only fair but beyond generous. It gives people time, acknowledges that there's a financial component involved, and recognizes that some may not choose to live together. I think this is a great article. I love this. <laughs> Like, quit living in sin, you faggots. Get married. <laughs> yeah, be as miserable as we are, okay? <laughs> You're required to be as miserable as everybody else. Yep. yep. All right. Yep. Well, Cedar, I think you pretty much said it all there. Love it. Just love it. <laughs> Except for the name. Oh, God. oh did I say that? <laughs> what did you say? Zazano. Pro- I said, yeah, I'll accept his last name right. No, <laughs> I'll just well, yeah. I couldn't have said it any better, so I'm just giving him a shot. Okay. I will destroy you, Tom. <laughs> Ooh, with the impaler? Yes. <laughs> Hello, thank you for the day. <laughs> okay. Oh, you guys plug thank in us. there. Field trip. Okay. 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 What? 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 What do you guys think? What? Where are we? What? <laughs> On the article that he just read, what do you guys think? Uh, Yay! I... I, I don't I know we what we're moving th- on. I don't know oh, I what we're to moving think. on. Okay, okay, I, we're not saying anything about that one. I'm okay, next, Catholic. go on. Come on, Anthony, tell us what we're doing. All right, so the next story, so the next thing is, uh, this is actually a very funny video I ask everybody to watch, where Senator Al Franken destroys Focus on the Family's Tom Henry during the DOMA hearing, and I'll just summarize this for you. He basically, he reads the guy's report, and then basically asks him, what do you think a nuclear family is? And the guy says, well, I think a nuclear family is, you know, uh, you know, you know, standard heterosexual family. And Al Franken goes, uh, it is not. <laughs> and he basically goes through and says and defines what a nuclear family is and then points out, he says, after reading this, I don't know how we can believe any more of your testimony. So once again, go check out Al Franken doing what he does best, bring presenting facts to idiots who don't actually read. So... That's all I'll say on that. Plus. Moving on to Vermont. Uh, Matt, too, would you be so kind to read this? And if you can, read it in a Vermont accent. What's a Vermont accent? I don't know. Just make something up. <laughs> no, don't you know? I have to read it all funny? <laughs> yeah, have fun with it. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> okay. Vermont sued no innkeepers. Fun. Respond. <laughs> the owners of Vermont's Wildflower Inn have responded to the ACLU's lawsuit filed against them for refusing to host a gay wedding reception. We have never refused rooms or dining or employment to gays or lesbians, they wrote. Many of our guests have been same-sex couples. We welcome and treat all people with respect and dignity. We do not, however, feel that we can offer our personal services wholeheartedly to celebrate the marriage between same-sex couples because it goes against everything that we, as Catholics, believe in. What? You can fuck all night in our rooms as unmarried sinners. Oh, 
okay. Well, if you put it that way, <laughs> as long Amen. as I know where we stand. <laughs> uh, unmarried you know what the unmarried sinners. You know what the answer yeah. to this is? What? Don't go to their hotel. Really? Mm-hmm. Very much I'm sure so. there's plenty other hotels to choose from. Yep. I mean, that's what I think. You know, as long as if you, I mean, as, as a GLBT community, we spend millions and billions of dollars every year. Let's put our money to people and companies who are going to support us. And if they're not, then tell this place to go fuck off and and, perpet- and call them and say, hey, I'm not giving you my money because of your views. You can kiss my ass. And we're going to go down to blah, blah, blah hotel down the street, and we're going to fuck like bunnies. Okay? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I know. It, hey, Anthony, it would be I want to start something new for the show. What's that? We're gonna give them. We're gonna give this hotel the weekly this gay this weekend gay. Fuck you. Okay. Well, we need a sound effect for that. <laughs> well, we all get together. Ready? I'm count three. One, One two, two, three. three. Fuck, Fuck you. you. And thanks to Skype, that was totally off. But let's try it again. No. Let's try one. No. Just let it go. It's it's much funnier <laughs> if we're all off. <laughs> now see, this is a mom and pop type thing, right? Probably. Yeah, and any business yeah. has the right to refuse whoever they, yeah. they See, want. Well, you know, if it were like a if it were like a Hilton or, you know, some national chain or something, then I would kind of be pissed. But if it's just like you know two dorky people running some in, like you know, it's well, like it's just, okay, it's as long as we know that you're assholes. Aware. Just to make we're just making people aware this is an inn that you should just not go to. And no, that's what I'm saying. Dorky. They're Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, honey. They're Catholic, and, and the food probably sucks. So, I mean, just, <laughs> you don't know. I don't they know. have horrible coffee, I heard. Terrible coffee. Yes, absolutely <laughs> horrible coffee. Don't go there at all. <laughs> all right. On to the next story. Uh, Lauderdale. Who's close to water? L- Lauderdale. <laughs> Who's close to Lauderdale? Nobody. I'll read it. All right. (laughs) Lauderdale wants gay honeymooners. Fort Lauderdale tourism officials are hoping that New Yorkers will consider South Florida when it comes to making honeymoon plans. Therefore, they've launched a contest just in time for New York's first gay marriages set for this last Sunday. Great Fort Lauderdale is launching a contest for gay newlyweds, a chance to win honeymoon packages at the Royal Palms Resort and Spa or the Atlantic Resort and Spa. The 62-room Royal Palms offers a winning couple, a five-night stay, a couple's massage, a chocolate strawberries, a rainbow roses, plus dinner for two at the Gigi's, a wine flight, and special cake dessert. The Atlantic Resort, a 124-room luxury hotel overlooking the, the ocean. Is prices right? Offers a contest winner a three-night stay with an ocean view studio with private balcony, kitchenette, and a marble bathroom, plus a couple's massage, two welcome cocktails, and, if available, a room upgrade. Congratulations! <laughs> You could be one of those lucky winners if you got married on Sunday. And we'd like to give a big shout-out to all those homosexuals that got married and said, I do. Well, congratulations. We love you. And I, if I can add my two cents, I just read the USA Today article about this, and I just thought it was so cool And about these couples getting married. And there's a couple of stories I was like, really? Like, almost oh, oh, getting teary-eyed oh, 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 oh. because changing, I thought it was so subjects. special. Tom, Tom, you're changing what? subjects. I know. Shut up. But anyway, I just thought it was very sweet. Okay, I love gay people getting married. Okay, but I just think it's it's kind of cool. So there, 
My two cents. Yeah, it, okay, it is cool, but we're talking about Fort Lauderdale right now. Not that I thing. know. I just <laughs> wanted to add on. I ramble, therefore I can talk. So therefore, bleh. so. So here's my question: something. Can yes. the homos get married in Florida? No. Then fuck you, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> I wish Joey was on. This is the the article I wish Joey was on because Joey would say, "Screw you, Vegas. Screw you, Lauderdale. We've already got Niagara Falls, and you can get married here in New York." <laughs> That's a very good point. Well, I mean, they're just trying to jump on the bandwagon, so. Well, they want to jump on the bandwagon get uh, marriage equality in Florida. Yeah, but is it? It's not the hotel owner's fault that they live in Florida. Yeah, it is. They can somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, maybe they 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 they're trying to send a trend in Florida. Maybe they're trying to get something started there. And if they get yeah, here's what we get started: marriage equality. Fair. <laughs> okay, so so if somebody in a red state supports us, we still don't like them because they're in a red state. Exactly. That right. Yeah, that's what that's. Uh, I I think you just remember: there's always going to be. People that are supporting us, they're just surrounded by a bunch of rednecks. If one Mormon likes likes us, we should still shun them because they're Mormon. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Mainly because they're Mormon. (laughs) Well, Well, I like gay people. I just don't agree with their lifestyle. Well, it's well. Well, I like Mormons. I just don't agree with your lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, you just like more men. I mean, some 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 of my best friends are are, are <laughs> like religious missionaries. people. Ooh. So, oh, what's your favorite Scott position? Mother. Well, Scott, if I could just add one thing, one comment which I just read, I thought Cole totally agrees with you. It said, "If Fort Lauderdale wants gay honeymoon dollars, then maybe they should work toward getting gay marriage legalized in Florida." Personally, if I were to get married, I wouldn't spend a dime until they do. As it was, my husband and I spent our wedding and honeymoon dollars in Massachusetts, and we're very happy to do so. You're so, there we go. Reading the comments, I'm impressed, Tom. I know. I, I tried. <laughs> There's a lot Joe of comments on these stories. Some good comments sometimes. Joe, well, yeah. Joe, my God, Joe, my God, does a great job all together. I mean, t- talk about just a very clean and easy to read website, and getting right to the point of the stories. I mean, he does an excellent. No, I'll job. be honest. If they want to hold a contest where they give away all this free shit, more power to them. But I truly believe that if they really want to support gay marriage, then they they will work. To get it legalized in their state, just like Vegas. Remember last week we talked about Vegas trying to get all the honeymooners there? Same story there. I mean, if well, you really want to support us, support yeah, us. Don't Florida, give us. Florida has a lot of old people, and I don't think – unless there's a federal thing, it ain't coming to Florida for a while yet because there's a lot of old folks down there with a lot of conservative views. So it's it's Florida and Virginia are probably going to be – Florida, Virginia, and Texas are going to be the last three states to promote any sort of gay quality in this in this nation. So Yeah, I won't argue with you. I'm just I'm just saying. I know. I know what you're saying, but at the same time if you know uh, I don't know. I'm not planning on getting there. It is married. nice to know there's an island of solidarity down there. Yeah. Well there, there's always islands out there. And once again they're just surrounded by rednecks. Yeah, it's called Key West. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you made a funny. You're uh, hilarious. All right, now time for our mid mid show funny video break. Oh, actually, I haven't watched this yet. All right, well, we're going to take a break and watch the Gay Barbarians Glitter Ladybird Bachman's Ex Gay Torture Clinic. And we'll Dear be right God. back after these messages. Love them. 
I love them. <laughs> so for those of you who have not seen the video, a bunch of individuals have gone into the Bachman Clinic dressed as barbarians and basically said, well, we're barbarians. We need to be disciplined. And then after they said that Marcus wasn't around, they sprayed glitter and then proceeded to dance out of the door. So couple tips. I am starting a new radical movement, Barbarians for Bachman. Okay. <laughs> okay. First of all, tip for anybody who does this stuff, cameraman, keep your eye steady and on the target. Okay. We Not kept ever, getting... anybody, obviously, he's gay. The cameraman's gay because he's always zooming on the guy on the right yeah, side. Yeah, he okay? kept going towards mm. the crotch pictures. It's like, keep your camera steady and focused when you do these things. Okay. <laughs> I don't necessarily agree about doing this because it's sort of a. I always, I always wonder if there's always a straight person that goes, "Well, see right there, they're acting like barbarians, and you know, like just just act normal, and wouldn't be have to deal with this shit." But but those I, are stupid people. Yeah, but I have to admit, the guys dressing up in Fred Flintstone was damn funny. <laughs> and not only that, the gayest Fred Flintstone ever. <laughs> It's not just tiger print. It's well, like your tiger print. I always thought Fred and Barney had something going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, with those great big long noses. Mm. <laughs> and you know Wilma and Betty were scissoring. You know they were. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Fred. Fred, we could have gotten a lot done if it wasn't for all those animals talking in the house. <laughs> oh, it's a terrible, terrible Barney impersonation. Like a lot of puss. He's rolling over in his grave right now. All right. Um, speaking of grave, hey, I made a great oh, segue. Oh, good segue. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to dead people now. Let's go to de- dead people. Amy Whitehouse is dead. What'd she sing again? Anyone? Anyone? Does anyone know? We're all. Uh, Did she sing, dead. I'm not going to go back to rehab? Yeah, she's saying Yeah, she's not now. <laughs> it's the they song everyone rehab, knows. No, no, no. She wrote that's the theme song to rehab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pop star and infamous drug abuser Amy Whitehouse was found dead in her home today. Police were called to the London ambulance scene. Uh, da, 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 da. I think. I uh, what was the latest on this? Uh, I think it was. I think I heard it was an overdose. I'm not sure. Inconclusive. Inconclusive. Still? No, yeah. Well, they're still doing. Uh, yeah. They're doing toxicology. They said that there's no dr- drugs at her place. So who knows what she did? Uh, Maybe she just died. Wouldn't that yeah. be but tragic? That it, was it wasn't violent. for drugs. Like she had a violent death. Oh. Well, she joins the famous Twenty Seven Club now. No, she does not. She doesn't. No. Why? Why? She cannot compare herself with the Choplin and with Hendrix. No. Well, well what's his I, name? I don't really um, think she's the one doing it, honey. She's dead. What's his name? Joker died, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think she committed suicide just so she could enter the 27 Club. But, honey, you don't, you're, not, you're not as talented as the other people in that mythical club. Well, that's kind of your opinion, though. Other people think she's very talented. That's why she was... Famous. Well, she also had an album coming oh, out. Oh, Jesus Christ, Maddie. People on American Idol can't sing it. They're famous. Is she well, from American that's Idol? that's American Idol. She wasn't from American Idol. Yeah. She was from British she... Idol. Ha, 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 Yeah, what's her claim of fame? could carry a tune. Oh, I'm so sorry. How many other people died the day she did? 
why are we not mourning all of them? I think a lot of people are. We have put on a pedestal. That's true. And she wasn't a real person. She was just kind of a comic figure, right? (laughs) She was imaginary. Yeah, I she mean, had she no was just up by the media, and she didn't have anyone that loved her or family or anything else. I mean, how dare she die at the same time that all those people in Oslo died? It was like she planned this so she could upstage them. <laughs> she kind of, she's the one who did the bombing. Okay. No, I, I, just, I in a way, I kind of oh. agree with Scott. Because oh. Oh. If, she, if she were in, at Oslo and she were killed by the gunmen, would we care more because she died that way rather than died alone and tragically because she was a messed up person. So you're saying we shouldn't even be talking about it. I mean, yeah, well, no, no, I think we should be talking about it. I just think that these people that like act like she was just some thing, some media product, some made up figure, you know, I was a media product though. Celebrities are media products. But she was a person. Her yeah, and there were, there were millions of people who media. died this that day. Way. Why should this we stop the world for her? Okay. Because she's a celebrity. She and she was a celebrity. Have you ever felt anything about, say, someone that you like died famous that was famous? Yeah, I mean, it happens anything? all the time. But in well, this case... All the time, it happens every day. It happens to people that aren't, but you know. I don't know. I think everyone's making a. uh, Again, I think I'd like to see what the autopsy says because I'm pretty sure she. Because if she died from drug overdose or suicide, it it negates the fact that she lived. That it's it was good that she died. I'm not saying either of those. Because you know somebody that see, ends up with, you know that that ends up have, committing suicide or being a drug overdose or somebody who is an alcoholic and going through those things and their personal struggles and they die well they were an alcoholic so they should have been dead you know or you know something had their name on it so it negates who they were or that they lived or that people loved them or that they had pain. Yeah. Okay, see, that, well, why are we glorifying was these what things? Amy Winehouse that? became. She yeah. became. She became ridiculous. No, she became ridiculous, and that's why she was in the papers because she was a drug addict. She looked like crap. True. And she was a hot mess, and True. people were. In, but I, I think for me, when I found out she died, it was like, oh, finally, it was like it was, and everyone saw it coming. Oh, of course, everybody saw it coming. But the, but fact the thing is, I think so I think a lot of people who feel it. a certain way is that because she never she was talented she put out the, some songs that people connected with and she was this big hot mess and she ended up dying because of it and I think people feel bad because she didn't turn it around. Well, look at John Belushi; he died from an overdose, and yet people will still idolize him. Janis Joplin, all these other people, overdoses and you know, addicts and alcoholics, and yet people are like, "Oh, but they were so talented and so famous, and you know, they just lived these horrible lives." Well, what was her torment? Just because she was, she appeared herself as more of a joke in the media, that she isn't allowed to be recognized for the, being a talented person. Uh, I think you're missing my point. My point is that 
why are we stopping the world for her? A lot of talented people died the same day she did, but we're not, they're not getting news coverage. I think that her death is being overblown out of proportion. Well, they do I'm that not with saying, I'm yeah, not saying that. I, I would agree with you on that. And I'm saying that if we find out that she committed suicide, I truly believe it has more to do with her wanting to get, to get into that mythical 27 club than That's than unfair because you ne- you'll never know that. No, of course we won't. But it's a mighty convenient, though, isn't it? So basically, she – okay, if, I'm sorry, but if somebody com- commits suicide, it, it's for a pretty serious reason. Oh, trust and me. It gets better. It gets that. better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Amy, it gets better. Well, it never really did for her. Well, how I see it is I just think that, you know, if a person dies, no matter who you are, celebrity or not, it's sad, it's tragic. And if she did it, you know, suicide, then then that's even more tragic because, you know, obviously she felt like she had no hope or whatever. And, and you know, I'm just saying that I, I, I agree with a lot of people on Twitter and Google Plus and all this stuff where they were, you know, they were going RIP Amy Winehouse. And then all these other people, I mean, it wasn't even like 10 minutes after she the news was out that people were like, oh, she was already pre-embalmed and all these nasty comments. And I was like, come mm-hmm. on, you know. Well, that you know, shit this will is, always happen. I know, but this is a person, This, no matter who you are, and there's people that loved her, the family members, you know, all those people, you know, they're going through a horrible, horrible thing, and you shouldn't be making fun of it. You know, that's the bottom line, I feel, especially, you know. Well, if, you know, any, if uh, anything, we should be learning from example. This should be another yeah. prime example of what not to do. Yeah, yeah. somebody should put out a follow-up song, and she should have gone to rehab. <laughs> 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 oh, you know there's going to be someone who's going to parody that. So I think I should write it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Well, good. This good. Good discussion, guys. I like that. Like the little. Like a little. Uh... I love you, Scott. <laughs> I love you too. And honestly, may she rest in peace. That's how I. That's the bottom of it. May she yes. rest in peace. But at the same time, I. I just don't understand why. Celebrities get so much coverage when they when something media, happens to them. It's because media. that's our culture. Yeah, it's a culture. Unfortunately, it may not be a good culture, but it's the one we have. And until we change it People by not supporting it, it's not going to change. People die every day in Iraq. And I have yeah, to where it. where are they? We, they we should don't be get the any ones stories on them. They unless, don't get any news unless it's Pat Tillman, who who you know was working for you know was a football player. Anyhow. So, um, onward to the I just story. hope she's better off now. I really do. True. She's moved on. The kids she's learned from this. Don't do drugs. All right. Next story. The president re- actually certifies, I thought he did already, repeal of don't ask, don't tell. And basically, statement by the president. Uh, today we have taken the final major step toward an indiscriminatory don't ask, don't tell law that undermines our military readiness and violates American principles of fairness and equality. In accordance with the legislation that I signed into law last summer, I have certified and notified Congress the requirements for repeal have been met. Don't ask, don't tell will end once and for all in 60 days on September 20th, 2011. So. Yahoo! So wait till then, guys. We're almost there. Yay. Paperwork is holding up. People not being douchebags. Great. Yay. This is done. Now let's focus on DOMA, shall we? DOMA yes. and uh, everything exactly. else in the, the uh, 50 states that we have, or 51. All right. 
Uh, well, because, you know, Puerto Rico is going to be a state someday. At least that's what my dad said. Um, so will Canada. Well, if they did, they wouldn't get their funding, but, you know. Canada needs to invade us. Please invade oh. us, Canada. Oh, there's would a few Canadians wonderful? who could invade me. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Thank I you. would surrender to the Mounties, <laughs> let me tell you. See, see uh, I set you guys up. You knock them out of the ballpark. That's what I want. <laughs> All right. Who, uh, who, wait a minute. Oh, Sater, you do a good Minnesota accent. Jesus. <laughs> Hold on. Me let me pull it <laughs> Do uh, a Minnesota this, this from. This is from Pink News, and it's five students sue Minnesota School District after anti-gay bullying. Five students who say they were victims of homophobic bullying are suing a Minnesota school district over an epidemic of harassment. They say that the Anoka... Oh, fuck you. <laughs> no pay. <laughs> Any pin. School district, this great largest, failed to protect them, and had a... Oh, I love this. A gag policy. Obviously, Ooh. they aren't gay because they have no gag. Anything. Restricting people's <laughs> ability to discuss gay and lesbian issues made the problem worse. According to the lawsuit filed at the U.S. District Court for the District of Minnesota, the students face daily abuse, threats, violence, and humiliation, including being urinated on. Oh, God. Sounds like uh. a Saturday night for me. Wait, wait, wait for it. <laughs> I'm sorry, being urinated on, being stabbed in the neck with a pencil, being choked, being pushed into the walls, being shoved forcefully into lockers, and having objects thrown at them in class. I think that happens daily at the power exchange in San Francisco. (laughs) Sounds like a porn movie. Okay. (laughs) The complaint adds that many attacks... Not funny. (laughs) Let me just get down here. I need an accent. NCLR Executive Director Kate... Kendall said, this is something seriously wrong in the Conakan Hennepin School District. Yeah, and district <laughs> officials know it. In school after school, kids who are perceived as gay are harassed mercilessly until they drop out, melt down, or lash back. That's a horrible, horrible Minnesota <laughs> accent. It sounds like... Boston. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of. I will awesome. not tolerate those homosexuals. I'm telling you right now. I will not tolerate those homosexuals. Okay. You get no, I, okay. You're going to read but basically, anymore? So, uh, basically, five students, as well they should, are suing, suing the school district. Good for them. Bully Good. for them. Damn right. Yes. Yeah, make yes. some money off those damn schools. Well,. Make some money off the assholes that are bullying you. Get the schools well, to just conform. Hit them where it hurts their pocketbook. Yeah, but see, the problem is that if you hit the schools, you don't hit the people that are bullying it. The, you need, the schools are the ones to take the hit, so you got to get the parents well, where the assholes you know, kids. I'm sorry, but if they did more, it wouldn't be happening. Uh, yep. I don't know. I think you know, this should happen when I, I was going to school in the 80s. You think nowadays, you think people would be more smarter, more intelligent. And, and yeah, you but, know, and it's just really sad. I mean, we shouldn't be joking about being urinated, stabbed in the neck but, with a pencil, and choked, and pushed no, into walls, the, that kind of shit. That's bullshit. It should not be happening. Parents should get off their asses and do something. But that's the problem is that the parents don't care, and the schools are powerless to defend kids. The schools can't even discipline kids anymore because they know they're going to have a lawsuit if they discipline the kids. And so there's they, they're, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. They have no power to enforce any sort of laws or conformity in the schools, and the kids just run around like little brats. When I was called a faggot and hit in eighth grade, the principal was standing 10 feet away and turned his head. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, they may have their hands tied, but when it's right in front of them and they look away, they can do something. Well, that, exactly. That, and then how, do you, a, how did you feel when you saw that happen, when you saw that principal do that? You, you felt awful. And it's just bullshit that these people – I mean I, I had it happen in the eighth grade. This one teacher purposely uh, – th- this one kid took my stuff and hid it in all these boxes. And then he comes around and goes, oh, I wonder where your stuff is, Tom. And the next minute he picks up my folder, you know, like a two-pocket folder, and he picks it up upside down on purpose and opens it. And papers are all over the place. And he's like, oops, you're going to have to pick all that up. And he just kept going on and on. Everybody was laughing. But Tom, and then one of the kids – Went, went up in the front and said, why do you do that? And he said, because I can. So, Tom, I mean, it's just he do- bullshit. He was not doing that because you were gay. He was doing that no. because you were ginger. <gasps> <laughs> That's even worse. No, just, <laughs> but, but no, it's not worse. But but I'm just saying that it's just awful, awful, no, awful. I, that, I, and, you and, know. and I agree we should have, I mean, schools need to be tougher. I think they've gotten a lot tougher since I was in school. They have to have, you know, they have entire security ever since Columbine and they're a lot more strict and stuff but you know at the same time you know you get you know you, you got to deal with asshole parents too and you got to make sure that you target the parents who are the ones that are causing the assault on the kids so i mean it's it's got to be yeah the schools have to enforce it but at the same time you have to go after the parents who just have asshole kids you can go after the parents but the school is responsible to keep children safe i I understand that but depending on the situation sometimes the school has no power to do that i'm sure if i was paid on there's a lawsuit yeah and not like that but i'm sorry there's only so long you can say i was just doing my job and And my job didn't entail protecting this is what the gay children are killing themselves over Mm -hmm. peed on stabbed in the neck that's ridiculous. I don't care whether you're gay, black, or what the fuck. No student should go through that. I agree completely. Yep. Okay, well, everyone agrees. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next story. Who wants to do North Carolina accent? All right, I'll do it. Durham City Council unanimously passes resolution imposing state marriage amendment. The Durham City Council un- – oh, I just read that. Um, Councilwoman Diane Cotti <laughs> uh, did not attend the meeting but sent an email supporting the resolution. Councilman Eugene Brown said, the resolution is intended to send a message to the Republican-controlled legislator that the city opposes a push for a 2012 referendum on the amendment to the Constitution that reaffirms the state law beyond same-sex marriage. It could possibly invalidate other recognitions of same-sex partnerships, such as the city's domestic partnership benefits that lead to this legis- oh, sorry, litigation. The comments so far have been supportive, save the usual one-man, one-woman beating Bleeding by one, Chapel Hill and Corbo are also on the record opposing the amendment. Too bad North Carolina's General Assembly is chock full of anti-gay asshats and worse polls who don't really care one way or the other, but will use gays as a political football to score points with the low-info Christian base. All right. Apologies for that terrible accent there. But yeah, yes. you missed the quote where he said, "You got a pretty mouth, boy." Well, pretty mouth, boy. All right, you got to have a pretty mouth right there, Anthony. I think you you can swear like a pig for me, will you? <laughs> 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 
Okay. All right. All right. Last story. Went on a happy note. Uh, New York. New York marriage gets animated. Woohoo! Yay, New York! Yay! So if you go watch this little video done by our friends overseas, they have such a great way of making all us all us Americans look so silly, and uh, uh, words won't do it justice. But uh, it's it's. Neither will acid, for that matter. Yeah, it's oh the abilities of computer animation this day and age. God bless quad core processors. <laughs> the abilities of computer animation just blow my mind. And I was supposed to do that when I was growing up. Somehow I got derailed all, along the way. But uh, if you get a chance, go look at this uh, once again. It's uh, computer animation going over the New York. Marriage gets animated. I think this is done by Taiwanese. Am I right on that? Yep. Sure. Okay. We'll go with that. It sounds right. <laughs> I just read it. They yes, it is. Animating a lot of stuff. Yeah, they do. That's that. That's their style over there because they can't hire news anchors. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right. So that wow. being said, that wraps up this week of this week in gay. Let me go over. Yay! The, yay! So first off, <laughs> donations. Hey, be, before you before you wrap it up, I want to say one thing. I'm I'm trying to find find it here. Uh, I forgot. The, I can't find it now though. Did you know there was a record number of marriage licenses um, given out in New York City yesterday? No. What was the record? Oh God, I'm trying to find it. Give me one more second here. All right. Well, well while you do that, hey, while you do that, and I'll do that's a little teaser for you folks. Uh, this our one commercial here for the whole show, and actually, it's just to ask that if you enjoy this quality programming and this hilarious comedy that you get from this podcast, to please go check out thisweekingay.com and click on the donation button. Your donation helps to go to supporting the server costs and paying these wonderful individuals, and any donation is great appreciated so if you feel it in your heart in your mind in your soul and in your body please send a donation to this week in gay and um although i i've been told by paypal i may have to wait 22 days to take the money out screw you paypal i'll take anything that comes our way so that being said if you don't want to donate that way you can also donate to the no agenda show which is we are featured now in the no agenda stream the adam curry uh stream that uh produces a, a ton of great quality shows so once again want to thank Adam Curry and his crew for supporting us and you can also donate to them their their support as well no thank gen- you Adam I've always loved you and he still has his awesome hair and he may he come visit me in Columbus on his 2008 Hot Pockets World Tour we'll see if that My happens 2008 is Hot Pockets oh, <laughs> believe me I'll be making him a nice Hot Pockets dinner that's for sure <laughs> Classy. Alright, so that being said, did you find it yet, Sater? I did. Record setting six hundred and fifty nine marriage licenses picked up on first day of marriage equality in New wow. York City. Yay. So that's Amazing. And f- how many people? Six hundred and fifty nine, so double that. So let's see six hundred and fifty eight miserable marriages that are yet to happen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, kidding. What a way it to be just, bitter. <laughs> what a nice way to end the show with a lot of bitterness and sorrow. I no, mentioned that six hundred and fifty nine chances for me to become the other woman. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that being said, let's go over and give everybody a chance to plug everything since Sater's on a roll. Sater, tell us about your show. 
Well, you can find me at the Seder Sphere on iTunes or on the web at www.sadersphere.blogspot.com. Do you really need the www? I don't know. I just say it. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds good, okay? H-T-T All right. colon. Speaking of sounding good, let's go over to oh the little piglet in the middle from pig. What what is the Piglettville thing from, Matthew? Piglettville.com. That's down in Alabama. That's where my cousin Amy Lou lives. All right. Well, tell us about you and your cousin. Well, you can find us over at spankingbearthur.com. It's a personal journal podcast, and we talk about all sorts of fun things and have all sorts of fun people come on. And we are currently in a revamp of the Pocket Talk podcast, Three Gays and a Beast. Cool. And how's your um, uh, um, the, the, your big gay sex show guy doing? Uh, big how's gay sex Ouija show doing? actually stopped producing in January. I know, but how's Ouija doing? Oh, Ouija's, Ouija's doing pretty good. He's holding up. Yeah. I still appreciate those little promos you did for us way back when. Yeah, those were fun. Yeah. All right. Next on the uh, next on the ticket, he's uh, he's the ginger. He's the redhead. He's the rambler. Mr. Ramble Redhead. Hi, everybody. You can check out my podcast at rambleredhead.com where I do interviews with members of the GLBT community and our allies. And on occasion, I ramble on about myself. So go check it out at rambleredhead.com. Occasionally. Occasionally. Occasionally, because I'm so shy. <laughs> <laughs> and last but definitely not least, a big welcome to uh, the first time I've talked to this individual, but Matt number two from The Power Gay. Matt, please tell us about your show. You can find me over at thepowergay.com. My show is mostly just me in my own little world having fun. Well, those are the best shows. Those are the best podcasts. <laughs> mm-hmm. So do you do funny voices and talk to yourself? Uh, well, I already have a funny voice, so I just Aww. used that one I already got. So Aww, No, but I make up funny little things, you know, the Hoverzord Rangers. and It is the One Calorie Pop Culture Podcast. There it's you the go. 1,000 calorie podcast. Oh, That's sorry. What it is. Wow. 1, what a downgrade in my. I only listen to like a minute, minute of it, so it's one calorie for me. <laughs> is oh, the diet bitch. version. <laughs> Are you on the RuPaul diet? Do you know what the RuPaul diet is? Tic Tac. In the morning, one Tic Tac. Lunch, one Tic Tac. Dinner, no Tic Tac. Well, what explains that big ass butt? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Matt, too, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you coming on in the last minute. It. And go check out The Power Gay at his very easily defined website. I'm compared to the rest of us podcasters who require a whole big bunch of slashes and bullshit. So, Speak and, for yourself. Don't be invested. Come on off the show now. Goodbye. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for joining us. I'll see you next time, and we'll see you next time on This Week in Gay. Yeah.